And I'm Todd Reamer, and we are so excited to have you here with us today. The L&D Fun Pod is a podcast that explores fun and exciting things within learning and development, and we do it in an unusual way. <laughs> That's right. We all want to learn things, but we also want to laugh and smile. So we hope this show will do all of that and more. Okay, well, let's dive in. What do we have on the docket for today's show? I am so excited to share that we have Mike Taylor on the show today. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and we're going to spend some time breaking into ice, nerding out over dream topics, learning what our guest is working on, and then we're going to play a game. Good stuff. Before we bring in our guest, let's do a quick shout out to Anchor for hosting our podcast. This podcast is being made possible through the Anchor app. Anchor helps you record, store, and distribute your podcast. Check it out at anchor.fm. All right. Welcome back to the L&D Fun Pod. Let's get started. I'm so excited to introduce the one and only Mike Taylor. So this segment is called Break into Ice. Uh, we all know what icebreakers are, and today our guest gets to share their favorite. So Mike, you brought your favorite icebreaker with you? Yeah, so this is uh, something I actually do with my family and my kids. We call it the word game. I've also seen it called Pass the Word. So uh, by regardless of the title, really, basically what it is is it's imagine – if you're passing a ball, so somebody starts with a word and then you pass it to somebody else and then they come up with the first thing that comes into their head based off of that word they were passed. So uh, pass the word or the word game, you can call it whatever you want. That's that's kind of the, how it works. Oh, this cool. could be dangerous. We got to keep it PG. And so <laughs> in, in bigger groups... <laughs> So depending on how you do it, you can do it. We do it like in a regular sequence. If you have bigger groups, people can choose who they pass it to. So you can have sort of a designated order or you can mix it up and, you know, customize it and go random order depending on the size of your, your group. So um, are we, are we going to do a round or two here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. It sounds like okay, it's I'll, like playing phone. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So this, the hardest part is the pressure's on me, I guess. I have to start with a, uh, a good word and it's totally obviously can be customized if you have you know certain topics or or whatever um i'll start and i'm going to throw this to rachel so i'll start with podcast audio video multimedia virtual reality vr metaverse facebook <laughs> pikachu <laughs> Video games. Breath of the Wild. Streaming. Uh, Apple TV. Apple Arcade. Netflix. Ted Lasso. <laughs> now I see. <laughs> so that's that's how that's how it works, right? And so, with three people, you get a lot of repetitions. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's my icebreaker, and I it can like lead it. to some some. You, it's. It's kind of a fun, easy thing, right? Like no right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, you know, you get somebody will say some really off the wall thing. And you're like, it just like, er, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it's so okay. Ted Lasso, I was like, I mean, I know I've heard that, but ah. <laughs> well, Ted Lasso is the best TV show in the history of all 
TV. So there you go. Breaking. There's there's a scoop for you right off the bat. There we go. I've learned I something make a already. Note of that. <laughs> Matter of fact, as soon as we're finished, as soon as we're finished here, I'm going to a friend of mine who's not seen Ted Lasso, and we're having a Ted Lasso viewing party. So. Wow. Well, I've seen Ted Lasso three times. Nice. Yes, oh. once with my wife, and then once with my son, and then once with my daughter. Crazy. <laughs> Has to be done. I'm I'm the lasso list. I need to I need to get in. <laughs> yes, you well, do. <laughs> well, before we dive in any further, Mike, if you want to give us a little bit of a background, quick introduction of you, that was a really fun icebreaker. But yeah, tell us more about you. Yeah, so um, my name is Mike Taylor. As you said earlier, I'm to use your term, a big learning nerd. So I have had the the great fortune to to work kind of across the spectrum. So I've been at um, big Fortune 50 corporate companies. I spent a couple of years as a community manager for Articulate. So that was uh, sort of a startup remote before remote was a thing back in the day. So it was early days of, you know, uh, people doing remote work. They have no offices anywhere. Um, and now I'm, I'm at Nationwide. So I've been at Nationwide here in Columbus for almost a year now. Um, I figured Todd knew what was going on, so I better get in there and see what that's all about. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm quietly excited. <laughs> and uh, I do a lot of um, speaking. I do a newsletter every week with sort of things that I discover from kind of exploring the intersection of learning, design, and, and technology. And so that's kind of the, the space that I like to play in. Very nice. Cool. Cool. What is this the newsletter? I'm thinking print, but you're you're probably not. Yeah, it's every, every Friday I send a newsletter. You can you can get on it. It's free. It's on my site. I share sort of the five top things that I have came across that week. Uh, so five articles, three podcasts, and five tools every week. Okay, maybe I have seen it on Twitter. Yeah, every Friday morning it's it's like clockwork. So so uh, it's been gosh, maybe almost 10 years now, something like that, wow. eight or 10 years. It's been a long time. I'm sure I've been reading it. I just never called it a newsletter. It's like, oh, here's here's his, Mike's words of wisdom. Yep. So it's on my website. Uh, you can get it. If you're an RSS person, you can get it that way. If you're an email person, you can get it email. So pick your poison. <laughs> Since you mentioned your website, if you want to go ahead and call it out now, and then we'll put it in the show notes too. Yeah, sure. Uh, Mike-Taylor.org. Nice. And, and I'm you can get me there, Twitter. We talked about LinkedIn, pretty active in all those spaces. I'm pretty easy to find, I think, online. Very nice. Great. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, Todd, I'll hand it over to you. All right, thank you. Got it. Now that we have properly broken the ice, let's dream a little bit. I'd love to add a sound effect, but I don't have one. <laughs> in many shows, guests share what they are working on. Which we'll get to and answer questions about different topics. Which we'll also get to. But how often do we get to pick a topic, any topic, a dream topic, and just kind of bunny trail? So we're going to set a timer for about five minutes to keep us reined in because we could bunny trail for a while. Um, Mike, what is your dream topic that you'd love to sit over a nice hot beverage and chat about with your fellow L&D nerds? Oh, gosh, that's a really, really tough question. And I think... Um... A lot of the stuff that I do sort of comes back to 
curiosity. You know, I think I've said this in probably a lot of places, I think to be really good, you know, being an L&D professional or really any profession, really, you know, if you are always curious and you're, you know, is there a better way? Curiosity and empathy kind of go hand in hand to me. So is there a better way to do this? What's the experience like for the people on the receiving end? You know, I think those two things, if you have that, you can go a long way. And like I said, L&D or, or any career. And then sort of the thing that comes off of that, being uh, curious as a learner. So as a, as a lifelong learner, how, what are you doing to take control of your own learning? So, you know, if you, you think about the 70% of the 70-20-10 or whatever lens you want to want to take on it, there is such a wealth of opportunities for, for learning. And I know we're, we may come to pet peeves later, but I can't tell you how riled up I get when somebody says, oh, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to learn. I don't have to have time to learn a new thing. And, you know, I think that's just such a self-defeating perspective because I think you don't have time to not learn, right? Like I'm afraid, especially today, things are, are moving so fast, faster than ever, you know, and if you're not learning, by definition, you're falling behind. And so, um, you know, I, that's kind of what I get energized by in the whole process of learning. And gosh, there's just so many opportunities and so many great, smart people sharing what they're learning and the things that that work like where it would be crazy not to tap into that. You know, that's so true, especially with what you said about like, if you stop learning, then you get behind so fast. Cause especially in our field, there's so much that goes like so many different paths you could take and explore. What are some like uh, tips or techniques that you'd recommend for someone to help build their curiosity and, and say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go tackle this new thing or, get excited about doing that if maybe they're kind of, I don't know if I have time. I think, I think the two biggest things are schedule it. So, so look at your calendar and find time. So even if you, even if it's only 10 minutes a day or 10 minutes, three times a week, whatever, put it on your calendar and block it and protect it, make it a habit because we all know we have deadlines. We have a lot of stuff. And if you don't dedicate you know, protect that block of time. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't. And so, it, like I said, could be 10 minutes, three times a week, could be an hour on the weekends, evenings, like whatever fits your schedule, like block time and reserve it and just keep doing it. And the other thing that, that helps me, so I mentioned my, my newsletter earlier, it is amazing the power of a deadline. If you have a deadline and you commit, so I've committed every Friday morning at 8 a.m., I'm sending this newsletter. So there have been weeks, you know, I'm, you know, I've got maybe a week or two ahead and I'm, I'm, everything's ready and I'm, I'm no sweat. And then there are other times like, oh my gosh, it's Friday at 7:30. I, <laughs> I've got to finish this thing. But, but, but there's a lot of power in setting yourself a deadline and, you know, I've never missed one and it forces me to go through. So I do this to share with people that, that do what we do, but I also do it for myself because I'm taking this stuff in taking a lot more in that I actually put out. And, and so those two things is schedule it and give yourself a deadline. I like that. Very good. I, I can't think of a better way. I'll add one other thing to that too. If you're wanting to do something, if it's a podcast like this or whatever, 
just get started and don't wait until you have all the answers because nobody has all the answers. So just get started with what you have and figure the answers out as you go. <laughs> That's like the best advice for us right now. It's just like, just do it. Just go for it. <laughs> nobody has it all figured out. And if they tell you that, they're either lying to themselves or you or both. Mike is just talking right to us. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) It's everyone. It's everyone. It's all of us. Yeah. Well, speaking of time, time to wake up from our dream topic. (laughs) It was nice to dream for a moment. Yeah, I I really appreciate that because I, I think that's some really good feedback and some ideas to just carve out the time. All right. We're going to be playing a game here in a little bit. But before we get to that, we have received two questions from our listeners that we'd love to get your thoughts on, Mike. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so here's the first one. Hi, Mike. I hear that you really love no-code solutions. Can you share your top two no-code apps? This can be for free or fee-based apps. All right, so that that's a great question. I love that question. Um, it's going to be hard to narrow it down to two. So um, the first one is Zapier. So if you're not familiar with that, Zapier lets you connect different applications together and automate parts of your process. So for example, if I get a survey response in SurveyMonkey, I want to register that person for a Zoom meeting. I can use Zapier to connect those app together and automate that process and avoid downloading a spreadsheet, making edits, going to another tool, uploading. So it's uh, super efficient and has a, it's a freemium model like a lot of things. So you can start for free. I think you get five recipes. They call them zaps uh, on the free plan. And then, you know, you can go up from there. So Zapier is um, number one. Uh, number two, maybe Airtable. Air, so Airtable is spreadsheet on steroids. It's more towards a database, but it's really easy, user-friendly. They've got boatloads of templates to get you started. So if you're doing project management, content management, if you have a CRM, like if you can think about it, you can probably design it. And like a lot of these no-code tools, the easy part is building it. The hard part is the logic of what you want it to do first. And once you have that, the building part is relatively easy. So I would say Airtable or uh, Airtable and Zapier are probably my top two, but there's a lot of others that are really great. There are so many. In fact, you got me plugged into that 100 Days of No-Code yeah. community, and it, it can feel a little overwhelming, but like with the feedback that the recommendation you made just a minute ago, like schedule the time and just yeah. do a little bit. Um, I've been able to tackle some No-Code stuff each day, and Airtable has been a big part of that. So I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, it is. It's I don't <laughs> I don't know there's much it can't do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about uh, Power Automate? I know that's uh, available through uh, Nationwide and Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. So Power Automate is similar to those. The learning curve—it's not as user-friendly. It's a more challenging to to get up the learning curve. You know, whereas Zapier, I think most people could probably get in there in ten or fifteen minutes and have something up and running. You know, sort of common to a lot of Microsoft stuff might take you to do the same thing or similar activity, you know, it will take you a little more hunting and pecking and trial and error and, and researching. So the, uh, the UI is not as simple. And, <laughs> you know, the flip side of that is you can do some pretty complex things as well. So there's definitely a place for that, especially if you're, you know, in a corporate environment behind a firewall, 
it might be your only option in some cases. So depending on you know what that looks like, but uh, yeah, Power Automate's also a really good one. Cool. I'll have to check that one out. Cool. All right. So we also have a question that was emailed in, and it's going back to the the newsletter that you were talking about earlier. So that's really perfect that you brought that up earlier. So it says. Mike, you send out a weekly email with L&D information. It says you scour hundreds of resources and then this email comes out. How do you make that work? How do you pull it all together into this awesome resource on a weekly basis? Yeah, I love that question too. So, um, and sort of practicing what I preach is I have time every morning. So I'm, I'm an early riser. So the family, everybody's still in bed. So I typically get 30 minutes if I get up earlier than normal, sometimes 60 minutes. So I read every day. I don't go to websites and visit different places to what I want to read. So I, I subscribe to everything and everything comes to me via RSS. So I use Feedly. And so just changing the, your, the way you consume information, I can cover a huge amount of things efficiently because I only see you know, what's new. I'm not going to a site and visiting and, oh, there's nothing new. So that's a wasted trip. The other thing I do is I sort of prioritize what I want to see. I think last time I checked, I had 750 some sources that I'm following. Now, that doesn't mean I read those every day. What I do is I segment those so I have a small number of A-list items that I want to see that stuff every day. Then I have a larger number of B-list items. If I have time, I'll see that. And then the bulk of things are everything else. So if I have time on the weekend or it, I get to it when I get to it, and that's fine. And if I don't get to it, I don't really care. So it really lets me take control of what I'm consuming and when. And I can be, I've sort of evolved a process that's super efficient to let me comfortably keep up with seven or 800 sources pretty comfortably. Very interesting. And you said the tool that you use is Feedly? Feedly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Feedly, Feedly does a lot of things. A, the, the su subscription to be able to have things to come to me, the organization piece so I can prioritize it. I can also, when I find things for my newsletter, you know, I have a newsletter uh, board. So in Feedly you have, you can create your own custom boards because you want to find stuff later, you know, after you've found something great. Um, again, that's a freemium thing. So I'm just on the free account, but if you are say curating or, 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 doing this as a team, you could get a paid version. It can automatically generate newsletters. You can share things together to the same board with colleagues. And so it's, it's really rich, powerful tool. The best, that's the best that I have found over years and years of, of doing this. And you've been using it for a little while. I kind of remember you bringing that up a couple of years ago, maybe at a conference. Yeah. So I started this in Google reader, which I still miss, which was awesome. So they discontinue that. And then Feedly, I went from Google Reader to, to Feedly. So they're, they're similar, but I, I, still, I still have a fondness for Google Reader. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for your answers, Mike. That was very helpful. Yes, thank you very much. And also, uh, a thank you to our uh, listeners that sent in those questions. And we just want to do a quick shout out, a little promotion that all of you listening can submit questions for future guests by emailing us a recorded voice memo or a written out question. Uh, send your questions to ldfunpod at gmail.com, and we would love to hear what you want to ask our future guests. All right. Are we ready? Let's play a game. Oh, I like games. 
I had a feeling. Well, the game is called Did You Know That? In this game, we are going to ask our guest, Mike, trivia-style questions. They get them right, then it's yay and good job. Uh-oh, I'm on the hot spot. Yeah, we know we haven't prepared you for these questions. <laughs> um, and so this is just going to be kind of random trivia. So uh, hopefully, you know, if you get it right, good. You get some street cred. Um, we'd love in the future if we can give our listeners some swag if guests get things right. But for today, it is truly just street cred. And I'll take bonus points. I'll play for bonus points. There we go. Ooh. You get all the bonus points. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the last name... Taylor pops up in a lot of interesting places. All of these questions are going to be about famous people, historic and fictional, with the last name of Taylor. Okay? All right. That's about all, right. all the prep you get. Okay. All right. So here we go. There was a United States president with the last name Taylor. What was his name and what number president was he? Zachary Yes. He was, oh, he's, um, total guess, um, 15. Not so bad. close. <laughs> so Zachary <laughs> Taylor is correct. He was the 12th president. I knew it was early days. <laughs> yeah. So with Price is Right rules, you don't get that one right. But <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. I get, I get a half bonus, bonus points for that for the first part, right? <laughs> half bonus. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Okay, you ready for the next one? As ready as I'm going to get. Okay. Think back in the, a beloved 1990s sitcom. Tim, the tool man Taylor, was the star for what television show? Oh, that's terrible. I know that show, Tim Allen, right? Uh-huh. I have no idea. I have no idea. I even, that, I even grew up in that era. I should know that. I have no idea. It starts with the first letter of your first name. As in your 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 other name, I, I, I have I, I have no As idea. Tim, I'm... the Tool Man. It's uh, Tool Time. Tool Time. Okay. Yeah. That was his show. That was his show on the yes. show, right? Yes. Okay. So it's Home Improvement yeah. Yeah. is the actual yeah. sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. No, blew that one. <laughs> no problem. All right. I loved the show Home no, Improvement. No excuse. No excuse for that one, though. I should have known that one. Now you know. Um, all right. There is a famous Olympian, Taylor. In the early 1900s, this Olympian made history. What's their name and how did they make history? Oh, geez. 1900s. I don't know this person. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm like denigrating my family name here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These are tough and obscure, but... Yes. So, uh, do do you want to make a guess? So, um, Olympians, nineteen hundred, um, is track and field. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So that's definitely the right sport. They were a marathon a runner. A marathon. Samuel Taylor was a marathon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but really close. Okay. So in nineteen oh eight, John Taylor was the first African-American to ever win an Olympic gold medal. Oh, nice. I should know that one. I'll file that one away. Nice yeah, one. Yeah, and he did it in the 1600-meter relay race. 
All right. Well, that's distance. All right. I'm, I'm in the neighborhood, sort of. Yeah, there you go. We, we'll give you a quarter bonus point for that one. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> charity. Charity points. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe this is considered a bonus point. We'll see. But I'm going to change it from sports to music. So what is the name of the creator of Taylor Guitars? You ever heard of that? Taylor guitar? Yes, but yes, but I was hoping you were going to go for '80s music and Taylor Dane, so I I, I got oh. a little excited about that. Nope, no, I don't know. James Taylor is the only one I know, but I know that because that's not the guitar guy. All right, well, I'm just going to tell you, it's Bob Taylor. Okay. Bad. All right, see, I'm but running. I'm going to last question. I I think you'll get this one. I have confidence. Can it be uh, '80s music and Taylor Dane? Please. I wish I might need to Google it now. I'm writing this down to have Taylor Dane for trivia in the future. Okay. Okay. So all last names have a meaning. So what is the meaning of the last name Taylor? Well, historically, it's like your job, right? Your field. So it would be fixing, sewing clothes, right? Like Taylor. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. There we go. I... <laughs> so in Latin, Taylor comes from a, a word, uh, the verb to cut. And in English family, it was cutter of cloth. But I, Mike, I thought you'd appreciate this little tidbit. Taylor is also translated in some arenas as eternal beauty. Okay, well, I missed that part of the part of the name. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a good laughs> See, I love it. I love to learn this stuff. So I love entomology and, and the history of words. Like, I think that's really cool. I love that sort of stuff. So bonus bonus points to myself for learning that. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can totally use it with your wife, though. You know what your name means, hon? Eternal beauty. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. And and so, then at a family reunion. Definitely. All right. So I think if I do the math right, you got like three quarters of a point. <laughs> Maybe one. We'll round it up to one. <laughs> as long as I'm not shut out. Okay. All right. No, you're doing great. Fantastic. All right. I'm well, in the game. <laughs> thank you so much for playing Did You Know That with us. <laughs> I had thought of a thing. I might cut this, but I thought of a really silly L&D joke. I don't know if you guys have a favorite L&D joke or not, but I did some Googling. The game made me think of this. But there was this uh, a guy that got kicked out of an astronaut training for joking around too much in the underwater simulation course. And the reason they kicked him out is because he said that they didn't appreciate the gravity of the situation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I- I have one. I don't know if it's a joke or if you call it a, a story or what you call it, but it's one we've probably all heard, right? Where the managers in the company are, are standing around and, and talking and one guy's trying to, you know, they want to do some training. And the guy says, well, you know, what if we invest a bunch of money training these people and they leave? And the other guy says, well, what if we don't invest and they stay? <laughs> <laughs> That is a wonderful joke, and it's a lesson. (laughs) Right? Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Well, so we are excited to hear a little bit more about what you've been working on, Mike. So we're going to dive into our segment called What You Doing? Yeah, so um, just learning no-code stuff, sort of building some things. I'm actually working on submitting. So this week, DevLearn submissions are due. So... um, working with a friend of mine, Matthias from Belgium on submitting a full day pre-conference workshop on no-code tools. Oh, wow. So mm. the, the, the plan is we'll have sort of four, three or four 
smaller mini projects and then you can do them standalone or you can connect them all together to sort of build like a little custom learning ecosystem. So we'll, we'll, we'll use Zapier, of course, to tie things together. Uh, we use MailerLite to do, to do some learning campaigns. Um, Airtable is in there. There's some site builders. So Card is a site builder, a bunch of those kind of tools. And just, you know, we'll start off with a simple, probably, you know, connect things in Zapier. Then we'll, we'll sort of add to that as we go. And then in the end, you've got four projects you can take and keep using, or you can combine them or mix and match. And hopefully, you know, somebody who does that and they come out of there, then they've got at least the direction and some of the skills to get started to building some custom stuff for their learning programs. Very that cool. is fascinating. Yeah. I w- I'm just sitting here thinking that like, I usually don't attend those full day sessions that are before things, but that would be one I would want to attend. <laughs> and so that's one. And then I'm, I'm, we're, I'm submitting another full day one with a friend of mine from Toronto, Bianca Bauman. And we've done this one a couple of years in the past. We're going to try to sort of revitalize it and do it again. And it's basically um, sort of the marketing playbook for learning and development. So we do visuals and copywriting and titles and learning campaigns and content. Uh, We talk about content audits and personas and all of that stuff sort of, you know, what can L&D steal from marketing? That's a pretty rich area that that people can... um, steal from and use for for their learning program so we'll have two proposals for full day workshops for devlearn so hopefully i would love to do both but hopefully at least one of them will will get chosen nice that's really exciting both of those topics are phenomenal well i hope you get selected <laughs> fingers crossed fingers crossed so if you know anybody at the learning guild tell them tell them you want to see those <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hoping for the marketing one. I haven't heard a lot about the marketing lately. Personally, right now, I'm I'm really psyched up and interested in actually learning about the no, a no-code solution with Power Automate. All right. Thanks. Is there anything else then, Mike, that you wanted to share that you're working on? Those two things are very exciting. Yeah, no, it's, it, um, you know, with all of the pandemic stuff, it's it's just nice to be excited about something, right? And so... Those are, you know, I've done the marketing one before. It's super fun. Um, really good feedback on it. The no-code stuff, I think, tons of possibility. I'm really excited by that stuff. So it's, you know, it's nice to be, uh, have things to work on that you're excited about and energized by. Yeah. Well, those ideas even seem like they could be things that you turn into full courses that you release right. to people too. They're very interesting and hot topics right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, it's it's so great to get to hear what, you know, I mean, I look up to you so much. And so it's fun to get to hear what you're working on and, and what you're digging into. So one of the things we'd also love to do on this podcast is we'd love to hear from our listeners about what it is that you all are working on. So what are some of the things that you're excited about in the L&D world? What are the things that you're working on? And we'd love to cheer on our colleagues and celebrate all of you. So what we'd ask is um, any of you listening, feel free to send us a 15 to 30 second audio file, like a voice memo of your voice sharing what you're working on or what you're excited about within L&D. 
Send the file to ldfunpod at gmail.com. And in the email, let us know if you'd like your name and or your LinkedIn profile to be included in our show notes. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us today on the L&D Fun Pod. Hey, Mike, we just want to open it up. Any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I can't think of anything else. I think um, if you turn me loose, I could be talking for three days. So, you know, <laughs> I have to reel it back in and keep us to our time limit here. So, you know, I really love the opportunity and, and some of the fun stuff here. This is really fun. Great. Great. And thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Oh, in our next episode, Mike will share what's bugging him and what he is learning about and more. And our listeners, remember to send us your questions for an upcoming secret guest and share the things you're excited about working on. I'm Rachel Arpin. (laughs) And I'm Todd Reaver. Have a fun day. Music for today's podcast has been graciously donated by Ryan Mattis. For more information, visit his website at beacons.ai.